Good evening, Dandy. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. Your little countdown. All right, we're good to go. Are we good? Hey, everybody. Good evening from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, who are we talking to tonight, man? Yes, yeah, it's been really nice talking to you guys. Uh, where where are you guys at? We're out of uh, Missouri, mainly. I'm out of Columbia, Missouri. Matt's out of Kansas City. And we are talking to Fuzz McGee mm. of Spectrum Static out of Portland, Oregon, right? right. Yeah, Sunny. originally from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. That's a big change of scenery. Yeah, big time. I don't know. Louisville's really cool. Louisville. If I say Louisville too many times, people won't know what the fuck I'm saying. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah, but I'm if like, you're from there, you that's how you're there. supposed to say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I saw you post that on, uh, I think uh, Tony Ellis was talking about first concerts and talking about a Kiss show. And you said uh, something about going to see a show in Evansville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, White, White the, Zombie. Um, My parents took me and a buddy to see White Zombie. <laughs> did they go in with you or did they? No, yeah. no. Yeah, they, they <laughs> oh, okay. actually entrusted us to go in there. That was, wow. Yeah, that was a blast, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Toadies and the Super Suckers opened for them. Oh, nice. Interesting bill. We talked to Lisa, Lisa Umbarger about that tour, actually. Yeah. And I've got people, I've got relatives, uh, and I knew where Evansville was because I've got people right across the river in uh, southern Illinois. It's where a lot of my family comes from. You know, Carbondale, El Dorado, uh, that area. Oh, yeah. About an hour away from Evansville. It's like, yeah, I know where he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, All yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we lived in Asheville, North Carolina for a little while, and then, then we moved to Boise, Idaho and we lived there for about a year and a couple of yeah a couple of months mm-hmm. and then we moved here and we've been living here for like going on six years I guess right on are you wanted by the authorities no <laughs> no yeah I've been asked that plenty of times from all the movies, yeah. are you in the witness protection well, it, it was, one of the things but that was and it was it was a long-running joke with people being like well, well, you're moving around so much. It's like, well, we can't afford to take all these vacations. We just fucking up and move someplace and live there for a while. <laughs> that's that's cheaper than just taking a vacation, you know? And so you like, oh, find a place to live in another city, and then you just go there. Yeah. Smart move. I guess. Yeah. It costs mm-hmm. a lot to go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're out here. Yeah. How did you wind up across that wide of a plane, to say, going all the way from to like the Pacific Northwest? Coast? Yeah. I just, uh, just being a kid and always wanting to come out here. I cut my teeth on the cornerstone of, you know, anybody from my age around that time, you know, Nirvana. So that pretty much got the ball rolling. And, uh, you know, like I I say that I'm from Louisville, which is a city, but like I actually grew up in this little shitty two stoplight town in Western Kentucky that just saw like churches and gas stations. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that really kept me plugged in with, you know, like modern society when it comes to like music and shit was, you know, staying up late and like watching 120 minutes and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. then hearing, you know, of course, the Nirvana making mentions of certain people. And, you know, and that's, of course, how I got into to like, you know, Mud Hunting is one of my favorite bands in the whole wide world. And, uh, you know, Dinosaur Jr., Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. I've seen Sonic Youth more than I've seen, you know, anybody else that I know of. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I mean, I've I've said the same thing for years. Like, I I I want to retire in the Pacific Northwest for a lot of reasons. I've never been there. Yeah, um, but I just a lot of the you know art and music and everything I care for. And plus, man, I'm looking at the weather, which I know hasn't been fucking great there, nor has it been good here. Yeah, uh, not the last week. It, oh God, the last yeah, week been all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up everywhere. I mean, when they're getting like you know six eight inches of snow in Austin, it's bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. I have a, uh, I have a buddy down there. Too. Yeah, then like his power is just like off and on and off and on. And we're actually like working on a project together, which has been you know that that's been been you know put on hold because of you know all that's going on there and what. Right. But I've, yeah, I've always wanted to live there. Well, I mean, another thing too is like I look into it and it's like. With the exception of this week, pretty temperate. I mean, most of the year, my wife doesn't like the rain, though. Yeah, uh, um, you get used to it. It's what's weird is like this year. It, it was when it when you say rain, it's just like a slow rain all the time. Now, like this past winter, until we started getting all like the snow and the ice the other day, 
Mm-hmm. It's just been like shitty, like pouring rain the whole time. And it usually doesn't do that. Not just like just torrential downpour. It, it, you know, that kind of reminded me of the South. Yeah. Being, you know, being like, we're like, oh, uh, you hear a thunder crack and then before you know yeah. it, like you got a fucking flood. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of extremes here. I, I, it's pretty funny. I remember like uh, Buzzo from the Melvins saying that, well, living in the Pacific Northwest is like living inside of a shellfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he didn't like it too much. He had to bounce. Like, uh, everything is just wet all the time. <laughs> just wet. And, wet, you know, no sun. Right. But that wouldn't bother me, man. That's as long what as we I get... like, though. Is that, you know, I mean, I, I love the sun, but I also, it's cool to have days where it, it doesn't rain, but then it's just gray all the time. Yeah. Never bothered me either. And then, man, the extremes here in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Moderate it, sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, they refer to it a lot as mild. I've still yet to figure out what the fuck that's supposed to mean. That's, that's <laughs> right. what they call it. Like on TV, be like, oh, you know, well, it's rather mild. I'm like, okay, it's when we're talking about salsa, or you know, like what the fuck, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, it's muy caliente. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we're coming from a area, and you probably some in Kentucky, maybe not quite as much as here, but you know, it's not uncommon to go from ten below in the winter to you know 110 in the summer yeah. oh yeah yeah not at all not at all and then that with the humidity of like 100 percent. yeah you know as to say you walk out and so i've always made a joke to people that like everybody like in the summer like around in like you know like kentucky west kentucky or like louisville or whatever they come out and like everybody's shiny but everybody's pissed off <laughs> Because, like, that shine is just from, like, you know, like, all the sweat exuding out of your skin, you know, from how humid it is. You know, you're shiny, but, you know, it doesn't feel good. No. (laughs) Yeah. Those extremes just suck. I can't take the fucking swing. I need something just right down the middle. You know, it's got to be a little little cooler or whatever. So, I mean, was the uh, guitar always your axe then? Or, or, I mean, God, you've been playing music for a while now. How How many years did you say? Uh, since I was like, uh, but like 13, 14, something like that. Yeah. So, and, uh, I am 39 now. So, so yeah, you know, quite, quite a while. Yeah. I mean, guitar was the first thing I ever picked up. Uh, I bought like a little harmony. It was like for like 35 bucks from some dude that, you know, wouldn't hardly stay in tune. Uh-huh. So I so that helped me get into the noise aspect of things right away because I couldn't play. <laughs> and this guitar just made nothing but a bunch of fucking noise anyway. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know, I'll just like turn on the overdrive and just like scratch, you know, my pick on the strings and like mutter some sort of weird poetry over the top of that. And of course, you know, nobody liked it, but <laughs> right. but I did. Uh-huh. What, what were some of the first bands that you were in and shit when you were out this well, way? When I was in high school, me and some buddies, we, uh, so it was, uh, it was a four piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't even really been, that's the thing. I actually haven't even been in a lot of bands. So that, that was like the first band. It was me and, uh, three of my other friends. So I played guitar and, uh, I did lead vocals on a couple of songs and a dude played bass. The dude that played bass did most of the vocals and uh, another guy that was a lot better than all of us played guitar and then uh, and then the drummer the other guitar player would you know had the biggest hand in like you know the writing the uh you know the songs and uh, we were called penfield we named it after that jerk off you know that was on mtv speaking of 120 oh, yeah. oh matt kind of another matt, matt. yeah another matt so yeah matt that's, penfield. we called it penfield. <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> Any merch with his uh, mug on it or anything? <laughs> no, no. Uh, there, there was there was a girl that that liked to do a lot of like uh, I don't know. She would like get that you know that paint that you can paint on fabric, and you know she made us a bunch of t shirts. Right. It said Penfield, you know, and of course with the eye had like an X, like you know, like the flipper logo. Right. So yeah. got to do something to make Matt Penfield more rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, that was. Uh, I wrote I wrote all the words to the songs. The dude that played bass, he he sang most of them, and then there was a couple that I, uh, couple one, yeah, it was one. Um, I was just the lead vocalist. Like I, I at the time, I wasn't say as good at like playing the guitar and uh, you know singing at the same time. So I just did the lead vocals on that. So we had like I think like. Uh, 
five originals and then mm-hmm. all the rest of them were just like uh nirvana covers and uh you know stepping stone like the sex pistols version of it and right you know yeah. that kind of thing wow and, i haven't uh, thought about that track that, that. it was pretty much just me yeah many many years just doing like all of everything then like after i got up to uh, louisville to go to college like i hooked up with some dudes I just kept trying out some different stuff with some different people. I mean, and it never worked. I don't. I don't know how I would get involved with these people. I mean, no offense. I don't mean everybody's <laughs> taste. I mean, like these, I mean, these dudes are into like the the Get Up Kids and uh-huh. like the Alkaline Trio, and you know, I mean, it just wasn't really my cup of tea. There's nothing wrong, you know. People right. like that shit. They like it. And if it makes them happy. Hell yeah, dude, go for it. But yeah, this like nothing, nothing ever worked out. So, uh, well, my wife and I got together. We started running around in 2001 and like we officially got together in like 2003 and we have been the band ever since. Yeah, so yeah. I play guitar and do the voice and she plays drums. Right on. And then, you know, of course, like on the, on the songs, on the, the albums, you know, I play bass and keyboard and and harmonica and, and you know like what whatever else but that's well, pretty much the band yeah how did you two meet was she a musician no we just bumped into each other at work mm-hmm. and uh we just started talking about music right you know i was like you know i was mentioning some some things like yeah like, like sonic youth and sebado and you know shit like that and mm-hmm. she wasn't as familiar with so i'm like okay cool so let's hang out and listen to some music and you know stuff like that and now you know and started bringing over you know like mud honey albums and stuff like that you know so it pretty much just kind of like took off from there we did have a bass player a couple of times yeah and that just never i don't know like every, every time we would ever have like a third person it just never would work out so i mean we've always just been the two of us you know, I'm not like a control freak. I just, I just never really liked what they played. I didn't feel like they got it really. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it needed to be a little something different. I mean, you know, they were they were always friends too. So you know, it was like you know, always like a, a clean break, no animosity or anything like that. And you know, we just always enjoyed having that whole like primitive sound of being two people. Right. But no white stripes, please. <laughs> yeah. That that's the thing that we've been getting since like 2004, and yeah, it's. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. No. I mean, that, it's all good. The people, you know, just not for us, I guess you would say. Well, I mean, it's such a, a tired algorithm to go that way anyway, and say that, you know, especially just like female artists or whatever, you know, we, right? Talk about that with others. We kind of like, what does that even mean? Like, if you've got a four man band, you don't go, oh, it's like the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks. Totally. But yeah. like every time, it's like girl on drums and dude on a guitar and and voice, and it's like, oh, what do you mean, like the white stripes? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was baby. I I think I love you, and I could really use a drummer. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Uh, well, at one time we started off, it was a, I, I built this thing called the shit kit, and uh, uh-huh. I, I bought like a piccolo snare drum from a dude, and I took a five gallon bucket. You know, and I flipped it over, and uh, then we made this thing called the dick stick. So it was nice. a broken drumstick, but with a shop rag duct tape to it, so it looked like a big dick. Like, nice. Bam. nice. So that was the mallet. And uh-huh. it like a like a whiskey bottle and a uh, a coffee cup also taped to it. So you could have wow. a symbol at the time, so it would be like, it would have like a clean sound. You know, like a boom, boom, ding, count, boom, Right. Like nice. that. And, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Right. I wanted to bust that back out for years. I don't know what happened. You should. Yeah, you should. for sure. But yeah, remember that. The shit kit. The, the shit, shit kit and the, the dick, dick stick. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the name of the album, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, at least an EP, you know. Right. The shit kit and the dick stick. Shit. I'd buy that one. I'd wear that, I'd wear that shirt, that's for sure. <laughs> Especially the picture of Matt fucking Penfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to have that picture. Hold on, man. The shit kit and the dick stick. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like an upside down cross tattoo on <laughs> Right. Those could be your alter egos too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got together, you said like 2003 yeah. or so. You've been playing together since then. And uh... went through some names. Um, we, you know, uh-huh. we weren't only Spectrum Static. The whole big shift to the uh, Spectrum Static started in uh, like 2015. 
Okay. So um, before then, we started off. Uh, we were called Echolela. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was cool. I, I liked it. I That's just, a good like, band I, name. I'm really weird about like seeing like too many bands with the same names, and I kept like yeah, I kept like searching mm. that online, and I'd seen like how many people were actually using that. So I'm like, nah, nah, nah. So then I changed it to self-involved imagery, which nobody fucking used that. you know i mean and that's still part of like a part of what we do that's what i say that i create is it's like well what kind of music is it man well it's self-involved imagery if you listen to you know that's the you know the lyrical content you Mm -hmm. know so we were going by that and then um we made an album that i called spectrum static Mm -hmm. and i had never did anything where it didn't have our name on the like the cover and all oh. I said was Spectrum Static. And I was like, you know what? That's really fucking cool. Like, why don't we just, that's what we are. Yeah. So that's what we are. Nice. Yeah. And you've got a lot of cool and not just the, uh, the shit hit the dick stick, but the, the recording method too. Uh, you record a lot on uh, like cassette too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much okay. everything is like all like, you know, it's, it's done on a four track, you know, Mm-hmm. The Yamaha MT uh, 400 and oh, yeah. uh, a Tascam, you know, four four two four, Porta Studio. Nice. Sounds like it's a long shot for a uh, label to pick up on something like that. I mean, like I said, I love this kind of shit. Not a lot of people do, though. So, I mean, how did you hook up with uh, Forbidden Place and, mm-hmm. and Tony and those guys? Well, it, it was uh, he he contacted me. Like, really? Um, hmm. Like I was just sick of. Just like, you know, I kept like, you know, like posting our songs from Bandcamp and just kept getting no response. And, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you know, you get on like Facebook and then there's like the suggested friends and all that. So like, I yeah. was just like, man, so I just started going boom, 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 and just kept yeah. doing it over and over and over. And before long, I had like all these people. And then, you know, he, he contacted me and was about like, hey, I'm Tony from Forbidden Place Records and... Mm-hmm. They do this yearly compilation that comes out in, uh, you know, January the 1st every year. So this is like last year, 2019, going into 2020. And he's like, do you want to put a song on it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Nobody's ever asked me to do that before. (laughs) So, yeah. So um, we put the song Stereo Ghost on it, which is, uh, it's on our uh, A Sound Was Made EP. Mm. So that was like okay. the last thing that we did before we did the uh, the album, our most recent album, which is the Change of Head. Change of Head, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, those guys over there, man, they're uh, whew, diligent, prolific guys. Can't say enough good things about for Yeah, place. you can tell they really love what they do. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, they're, yeah. they're all over it. I mean, they're just like, I mean, they're always on the hunt for something. And, and the variety is what really like kind of draws me to it because, you know, I mean, you, you listen to some, I mean, it's like what, one of my favorite bands that they put out, it's called the Cronk men. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if you've heard them before, yep. but uh, I very recommend it. I mean, and they're like a three piece instrumental and it's just fucking insane. And yeah. they, they call them, it's, they're listed as like surf doom or so, something like that. I don't right. know. I just know that they're bad. <laughs> right. So, yeah. the, you know, it's like something like that. And then they do have stuff that is more like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, like heavier Black Sabbath, you know, like, right. you know, yeah. kind of stoner rock, kind of mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the other. All of a sudden, it's like here we are, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more of an indie uh, lo-fi, uh, I guess, the kind of sound. And it's, uh, you know, but the thing is about them, man. I think it's, uh, it's never contrived. Uh, right. I think that's what's important. You know, it's not just doom for the sake of being doom. Shit, I sound like beating a dead horse on this on this label, but man, I've said to people before, throw a dartboard, anybody who's on yeah. this label, and you, you got a winner. There's just people complaining about not being enough good music out there, new music. It's like, you just don't know where to look. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, I gotta, yeah, you gotta, like, know where to go to find it. For sure. And even since, like, we joined, like, the, the catalog is, man, I mean, it's like double, even, in the past right. year. Yeah, right. I, just, I feel like every time I get online, it's like there's another band. I'm like, God damn, dude. How do they do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they're from everywhere. They're not just, you know, from the States. I mean, you know, they got like this band. I think they're called Has. I think they're from Sweden. They're just kind of mm-hmm. like a little two-piece noise uh, dealio that, that sound pretty badass. Scary Busey. That's another one you should check yeah. out. And the guy, Jake, that plays guitar in the Men actually plays guitar in Scary Busey. And yeah, they're, they are... Bad ass. Right. Another great band name. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I came up with a band name that has been in my head the other day. So we had kind of a little bit of the talk with my son the other day. He's, he's mm. and we, we talked about pubic hair mm. and, and I just threw out the term short and curlies. Yeah. And I just thought what an awesome band name mm. short and curlies would be short and curlies, the short and curlies. Yeah, that's what my curls. bathtub looks like after. I <laughs> and the, we know what's fucked up about that is they're not even pubes, man. That's just like my beard. Man. It's kind of it's, disturbing. It's an impressive beard, man. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you do for maintenance on that thing? Balms, oils? How do you? Nothing. Nothing. No, it's just a. Uh, I'm a farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So I mean, it just it just grows. I do nothing. I mean, I'll I'll trim around it every once in a while, or right. like. I'll actually have Chastity, my you know, my wife, my bandmate, and she'll do that. Which Chazzy Bob, sorry, I didn't use the right handle. Like oh, I am okay. Buzz McGee, and she is Chazzy, Chazzy Bob. Bob. So if you change her name, <laughs> we become Spectrum. So right on. Damn it, the uh, secret is out. <laughs> the, what was your first gig together? We played at this place in the Ville called the Highlands Tap Room. Mm. I mean, it was it was a fucking disaster. I, I <laughs> like I was getting a mic stand ready before the show, and where I had like a bunch of duct tape wrapped around the end of it because I didn't have another clip. Mm. I was cutting it off, and I sliced my hand. Oh shit! Yeah, you know the hand that I pick with. So the like, pick with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the whole time I was just like bleeding all over my guitar. Oh, That's God. back when we used to do these split sets because we would do self-involved imagery, and we were also this other dealy bob called uh, the entomologist. So, hmm. like, what we would do is midway through the show, I would, you know, set down my guitar, and I would pick up the bass. She would come out from behind the kit and uh, uh-huh. play the baritone ukulele. So it was just like eight strings, man, you know, so yeah. ukulele and and uh, and bass, which was I mean, a lot of fun. Like, I really miss doing those shows. Mm. We just kind of moved past it, I guess. That, you know, at this point. So what was the fail about the show? What was so fucked up about it besides the hand? Anything? Just uh, just sucked to play? Well, that, they didn't like the music. The <laughs> right. Bass. That tends to hurt things. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They didn't like the music. And um, we, we were asked to, like, you know, like, turn down. I mean, who the fuck <laughs> asked a two-piece? Noise rock group. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that wasn't the only time that's happened to us. When yeah. you play really loud, but like, right. just, you don't really hear that too often. You know, it's like we're not, you know, Dinosaur Jr. or the Melvins or something shit that's so loud that makes you want to throw up. Uh, right. We are loud, but like, goddamn, there's only like two of us. <laughs> so, but yeah, being told to turn down is kind of like, mm, yeah, that's going to affect the sound a little bit. You know, yeah. where's my feedback? I imagine that'd be the hardest thing about just playing with with your wife in general is that you've got a shitty show or whatever, then you still got to go home with them and <laughs> you've got to lay next to them. You wake up next yeah. to them in the morning and it's like, yeah, yeah. No, we've always kind of just trudged forward. We've just been like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's just, you know, yeah, keep going. I mean, we always have. <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah. we've taken it like more uh, seriously, you know, at times than others, just because there's been like so many breaks, you know, with all the moving that I was telling. Mm. I mean, it was really cool because d- during all that moving, um, when we were still self-involved imagery, I did an album called Retro Amnesia. And like, I mean, and it was recorded in all the different states that we lived in. So just because oh, wow. I had a guitar in North Carolina, I might have did like the bass and the vocals in like Boise, Idaho or something like that. Huh. So yeah, that that one. Uh, yeah, if you ever get on our Bandcamp, yeah, definitely check that one out. You know, if you got time, because you know it's uh, it's pretty far out. She didn't play on all the songs on there because it was recorded in such a different way. Because like I just went, and I recorded everything, and there was no like you doing the guitar and the drums at the same time. You right. know, to be able to keep time better. But we managed to pull it off, where like the songs with the drums do sound. You know, I, mean, I think they sound good. But yeah. yeah. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of fucked up, man, it reminds me of that story uh, Lisa was telling. And speaking of toadies, mm-hmm. um, it, it, was it their first big gig, Matt? Do you remember? They broke her hand. Like, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, she was doing, like, tug of war. It, like, working with kids, like the YMCA or something like that. And they had, yeah. Like, it, was tug like of a, war. it was like a battle of the bands type situation yeah or something like that the show but she broke her fucking hand like the night that they were supposed to play and went to the doctor and it was her picking hand 
So she was like, can you make this cast to where like I'm putting the pick between my fingers and just weld that fucker between my thumb and forefinger so I can play tonight. That's uh, amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she's a fucking beast, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hell. yeah. We need to get her back on. Yeah, we do. We need to talk to her. But I was like, wow, that's dedication right there. You know, not sorry, guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was more like, check this out. <laughs> I got a fucking pick installed for the next two weeks. Yeah, man. Dedication. But yeah, did you, uh, did you guys back in the uh, the days before all of this, did you, did you guys like just play mainly around that area or yeah, hit yeah, the road? We, or? we only played like at, uh, you know, just different like, you know, call, we, we, we tried to play as many like all ages as that we could. Yeah. It was kind of hard to do, harder than what you would think, especially like kind of around there and the mm. kind of shit that we were doing. But yeah, we just played at like different like coffee shops mm-hmm. that were there, which were definitely really loud <laughs> for <laughs> right. you know to play in, in like that where you're used to seeing somebody up there like playing with their fingers and they don't even have a microphone <laughs> right can you, you guys know? turn it down please we're trying to have our coffee <laughs> which yeah. calvin johnson plays like that I, I, and i love that dude you know he can pull <laughs> yeah. shit off sure right yeah. was that um the mtv show that truck stop love was on john it might have been i don't know that's a funny story too though yeah that yeah. was a good one. We had two bands that talked about, or two two separate bands, the Toadies and Truck Stop Love were both at this event, and we got totally different sides of the event from from Lisa and from the guys oh, yeah. Truck Stop Love. It was yeah, pretty right. hilarious, and they were like, oh, it was already a foregone conclusion. The Toadies were going to have it. <laughs> we just got wasted. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and the Toadies were like, we barely remember committing to that show at all. It was something like Spring Break, yeah. uh, MTV Spring Break uh, talent contest of some kind or something or i don't know if that was the same i will have to clarify that yeah. once, uh, and check on that but i do know the story is definitely true of the welded in pick into the cast legendary lady excellent bass thumper too recording and and shit like that how many albums have you cut all together then with you and the wife um see um uh, counting like then like the other where we what we ended up doing was going back and make like this huge like twenty five track compilation of the self involved imagery thing, but there was mm. like, yeah, technically there was like four of those. Then there was this thing that I did called uh, "Sounds from the Subterranean Cave," mm-hmm. so it was just all this really like weird like experimental stuff. And then the 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 entomologist, right? Then we got into uh, the you know the rest of it. So now it's uh, we put out the self titled. Then uh, an EP called The Sound Was Made. And then, like, at the same time we were recording that, we were also recording, like, a full-length album that was, it's called uh, Now and Again. Mm-hmm. So it features a couple of, like, new songs. And then we just did, like, some uh, some different versions of some older songs. And then we did, like, uh, like a yeah, pretty decent handful of uh, songs just straight into the four-track live. Oh, right. <laughs> so then after that, that's when uh, I started writing a Change Ahead, uh-huh. which was actually going to be an, an EP, actually, at first, too. It was just going to be, uh, I was going to kind of like split this thing into two things. Because see, I also do those uh, Fuzz McGee tapes. I don't know if you've checked yeah. out, you know, like the Bandcamp thing, but yeah, right. I got like three of those. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that was the, f- now. yeah, I think that was the first thing that I checked out of yours. I mean, just going back with uh, uh, Tony again, you know, and just looking through Forbidden Place and trying to uh, uh, scan their label for guests. But yeah, I think that was the first, uh, some of the first exposure I had to, to a lot of your stuff. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. I mean, I like, uh, it, it's all done like with a uh, classical guitar, a band mm-hmm. with uh, a fuzz box and a uh, keyboard and tambourine. So that's pretty much the lineup mm-hmm. for most of the songs. I mean, I, I do some things that are a little different. And then that's where they get a little more spacey. And then I'll do like the spoken word stuff with, you know, with those. Yeah. So are you uh, self-taught then entirely? Yeah. yeah I, I don't know shit about music, man. Yeah. I can't yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I basically learned how to play, you know, some uh, handful of Nirvana songs when I was like 12 and... Yeah, and took and off. I just kind of went from there. I'm like, oh, okay, this is how you make these chords. Well, that's all I needed because all I ever wanted to do was write my own songs. Like, I, I never right. 
See, like, we don't even, like, play cover songs. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, people right. that do, it's just that, like, that's just, I've just never, you know, I always wanted to play my own stuff. Mm. So, and that's just why we, you know, kind of work tirelessly just on constantly, like, creating, you know, new parts. And, you know, and then we kind of, like, stitch them together. And sometimes they're very organic and it just kind of happens. Yeah. Is your wife getting more involved in the uh, writing process now, though? Um, about to be a little bit more. Yeah. She, she just likes to play the, you know, play the drums. Uh, then I'm pretty much left to like the rest of it. I mean, she, she's, she's involved more in with like the, uh, the digital production part of it where oh I'm God. like the, uh, you know, like the old school dude playing with the tape machines and she's more pretty to, <laughs> to you know what I mean? Like technology right. and stuff like that. So if it wasn't for her, like a lot of our stuff would not even turn out because she's the one that does like the, you know, like the digital part, make sure that everything sounds, you know, straight right. once it's coming off of the tape. Yes. She's Seven the Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Thank God for you people. <laughs> I get so angry. I just get so angry when I try to do my own production. And we tried it at first, and uh, I must abandon the entire fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> if it really wasn't for, for Matt saying, you know, you know what? I'll do the mixing. I was like, oh, yeah. God. it wouldn't last. So, like, what all goes into this, like, afterwards then? Like, okay, we're, like, we're all talking, and then, like, afterwards, you, you, you said that we all will have to do, like, some editing and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. how, how does that work? So, usually, the reason we like to use this or, or the other uh, thing that we, we like to use, Zencaster, mm -hmm. is it records in separate tracks. That helps a lot. Yeah. So, once I've got it in separate tracks, then I can kind of isolate people and, you know, adjust levels, you know, because it, it's just natural that people are going to, their voice is going to go up and down and volume's going to have to be adjusted from time to time. And there's a lot of volume tweaking in what I do. And then superfluous stuff that just doesn't need to be in there. Like, oh, we've talked about this already three times. Maybe I can just cut that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And what I often say to others like looking for advice is it's and it may sound crude but it's 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 sort of like every episode matt would probably agree is like a different sexual experience in some way <laughs> yeah it's like every time you're fucking you know that's what you're doing but every time's different and everybody is different <laughs> right know, so it's like and so i'm definitely a virgin because i've never uh i've, I've never you know, but sometimes you got people who are loud and yeah sometimes you got people who are loud like am i babbling too much because like i i mean i am known to to just kind of word vomit as they say oh not at all no i'm yeah. i'm usually pretty good with that i'll let people word, word vomit i a lot of the time <laughs> it, i cut out a lot of the uhs and the you know Tums. and yeah <laughs> yeah buzzy audio or just bad connections or like i've said before i am surprised at how many people we've talked to who are like gold album platinum level artists it's not, it's not like we get those left and right but we get them often and it's like how many of them don't own a microphone <laughs> in their house? I won't name names, but I am surprised by guests in general. It's all over the place. Yeah, that, that is funny. It's, it's refreshing to know that because it's just like I, I'm yeah. one of them. I was like, I couldn't even get my goddamn earbuds to work to do this. So. <laughs> right. But yeah. I mean, musicians, you know, we love music for one thing. It's, it's you know, goes in our blood. Matt was a DJ for many years. I was in a band. You know, and we just always love music. And we we find also that musicians usually have at least some of the equipment that we need. They're used to talking to strangers, mm -hmm. you know, and they can talk about whatever on the fly because they're used to doing that at bars on the road and shit like that with people yeah. whenever. So they can usually carry on a good conversation. But uh, I don't know, we don't always have musicians on either. Not, um, not always. Primarily. Primarily. We, we like to switch it up every now and then. We'll have. Yeah. Yeah. When we can, but we just love music so much. And that's really why it comes through. It's not necessarily that we're pulling to be a music show. That's kind of our default. Yeah. When I'm looking for a new guest, I'm usually thinking musician and just automatically. It doesn't mean I wouldn't like somebody else. And sometimes we have to have that conversation between ourselves. Like, Hey, we need to shake it up a little bit. Yeah. What do you have like actors or just a, like a visual artist or anything like that? Or I really want to get more visual artists on yeah. the show. It's kind of hard 
to, well, I mean, honestly, I don't know how hard it would be because we always just go by the seat of our fucking pants. Anyway. Right. <laughs> We've tried doing can you know, interview questions. It never works out. I'd like to have more visual artists on, but we've had, uh, you know, directors on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the board director of uh, MUFON for, uh, yeah. for the organization for the Mutual UFO Network. You know, friends of ours who are actors, friends of ours who are just people that go back. But the, the most important thing is I can tell you if anybody's looking at advice, doesn't matter what anybody does if they're just an interesting person they have an interesting conversation right with. and you you <laughs> find them interesting you have to find them interesting <laughs> right if you don't that's important it's 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 a waste of time for both parties right and i've met some people who've made some fantastic art who can't carry on a conversation for <laughs> shit and, you know and that's not a that's not a slight against them by any means yeah yeah i, no, I, I, I didn't you know there's no know how to like commu- yeah you communicate like what they're what they're doing or like or maybe they're right. backward about it or bashful and honestly that's what i love them for so it's like how big of a douchebag do i sound like i'm like how dare they not be able to carry on a conversation with me <laughs> but they were that's able to one make of the this i've had like a rough time uh up until recently and like a rough time like talking about the new well the we're working on a new album now uh but still we'll all still refer to like a change of head as the the new album and you know come out in october but like the uh the overall content of that album you know like lyrically and stuff it was definitely a step away from what was a a sound was made where it was still more of that like you know kind of spacey imagery to when it comes to like change of head is there was a lot of like life changes had taken place there was a lot of a lot of bad shit had happened and you know you listen to it there's definitely uh you know it's got it's a angry moment for sure true then it but that's human. A bunch of noise and shit. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, like I was saying earlier, not angry for the sake of being angry. That's you know, yeah, that's yeah. What I yeah. like about it, yeah. Feelings, man. <laughs> feelings, just the feels. Well, we've talked about man. this before, like when we had Kristen Spires on, mm-hmm. and people just thinking he's pissed off all the time. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not pissed off all the time. You know, it comes out that way, but that's just the way it's I like, see. Right. It's like, this is just what I fucking say. They're just songs, you know? Like, right. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, Sometimes I, this is what I have to say about them because some of them is like, well, like, oh, man, that is like, that's weird or that doesn't make sense. And like, mm-hmm. bullshit. Right. Like, well, you know, and, like, and one thing that stuck out to me talking to him was just like, he was like, you know, if I was really pissed off or if I was really in a bad mood, I couldn't record these records. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, <laughs> and I can relate to that. It's like, you know, why would I want to do anything if I was, you know, pissed off? You know, because that's what I do when I'm pissed. I just shut right, down. You can't focus it. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. You got to find a way to channel that anger mm-hmm. and, yeah. then, you know, make it into something uh, pretty. Right. <laughs> right. Even if pretty means, you know, like you're sounding like you're screaming at a sledgehammer and an anvil. Yeah. You know, for an hour. Authentic. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, but you gotta be satiated. Gotta be happy. Definitely a lot of that. Yeah. And it was cool. We did some like mixing some shit up. Like, I mean, there were a couple songs that were cut off of it, but uh, we did this song called Mirror Melee. Mm-hmm. Which definitely one of those like more like angrier songs. And, uh, you know, the, the main instrument is uh, it's just bass and keyboard and just like a noise guitar in the background while she's beating the shit out of the drums. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it, it's just like, and then it pauses and it just like spits these like, you know, what you call it like haiku or like American haiku or whatever, you know? Mm, and, yeah. Um, then bam, goes back into the next part. It's pretty much the same thing. It's pretty straight forward. And then it just ends. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, mixing things up, what's your wife doing, man? Bring her on. Yeah. She's having to say hi, man. All right. Hang on. I'm We're in an exclusive club. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chazzy Bob of Spectrum Static. <laughs> say Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's Hello. going on? Hey. So, yeah, okay, I'll tell you what. Now I'm moving the party from the bathroom to the... <laughs> I, I figured I would do it in the bathroom. It's like a good place to do vocals and shit since I didn't have the earbuds. But now, okay, now I am in the living room. So wow. this can be a two-party thing. She just flipped me off, but the, you, you all want to talk to her. <laughs> You're getting right, me in trouble. All right. <laughs> all right. 
so this asshole has been saying how he's like the driving force behind the band. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you're just kind of filler. No, I'm kidding. He talked Nicely. a lot about Meg White. And he did. How much, he did. Uh, how much the White Stripes influenced everything you've done from the get-go. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Up. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it was nice having you guys on. Right on. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we can barely hear you. I think that's what's going on. I don't on. hear anything. Yeah. Switch the audio back to whatever it was before. You'd have to share the phone back and forth. Way to go, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about it, John. I'll edit it out. Yeah, we can't hear you. We broke it. We broke it. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you are. There you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Did you oh, switch okay, it to cool. speaker or something and just didn't work? Yeah. I, I guess yeah. I was walking in there, like my finger hit something. Oh, okay. No, it sounded fine up until then. She's still around? Uh, no, I'm like I'm back on the shitter. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> go back to your little room with your little show with your little friends. Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. I'm going to go back. Let's, let's do this. Let's try this again. <laughs> yeah, okay. just don't touch anything. Yeah. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> all right, here she is now. Ask away. Okay. Hey. Hi. Hi. Did you hear any of that shit we said? I don't know if you did or not. Um, I think I heard something about the White Stripes. I yes. wouldn't really say that I'm influenced by. Um, <laughs> We're I don't joking. Really listen to the White Stripes, so I mean they're okay, but uh, <laughs> not something I'm super into. Right. <laughs> we were just having fun. Yeah, no, no, no we're used to it, man. Like I said, that's something that's always that always has to be addressed at some point. <laughs> yeah, why? I will look. Hey, I tell you what. Now, here's something that I never said anything <laughs> to Tony about. But if you go to the Forbidden Place and you click on us, like uh-huh. I'm change of head, you know, it, they kind of like to give a description of bands, right? Like the, you know, and it's cool. It's like you like Archers of Low. If you like Pavement, cool, mm-hmm. cool. right? Fucking White Stripes. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to White him. Stripes on there. Not I'll talk to him about that. Anything. I went back and decided to listen to some White Stripes after reading that. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, no, mm, no. I don't really think we should like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't have made that connection at all. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like you say, I think, you know, I like the White Stripes. So I, I do. But I would not have made that connection at all. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Such is the way, you know, people's minds work, I guess. It's like babe, Matt for many years had a dog named Maynard. So many oh, people yeah. would say to him, like, Tool fan? And he's like, not really. <laughs> I like Tool. <laughs> They're a fine band. It's like, you're okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not, like, really big into their catalog or anything. But <laughs> it's true. I mean, he's not. Not that he dislikes Tool or anything. No, I love Tool, but I, it's not, like, first band on my mind. You're a much bigger, like, right. Flaming Lips fan. I'd yeah. Say, yeah, there you go. Yeah, then you like Tool. But uh, And I'm much more of a Tool Garby. fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that comes from. Right. You like the germs, dude? The germs, yes, right? Yeah. Full name Darby Crash. Darby fucking Crash. Yeah. And then, um, the, the, this, here you go. You want to take a big jump? Mm. So we got a cat named Penny, mm. Penny Lane. So, oh. ah. so <laughs> all over the spectrum. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. You're, yeah. you're kind of encroaching on my territory there, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the puns. I got a friend. Well, maybe he's not. He's probably not listening to this at all. Past guest, though, there's a cat named Keith Richards. <laughs> and I just keep thinking, you know, in order for that to be cool, he always has to call him Keith Richards. You know, you can't just say <laughs> Keith Right. <laughs> you have to use his full name as a cat in order for it to be effective. Poor guy. Yeah, there was a dude that uh, t- attempted me, attempted to teach me uh, a little more about Open G. That um, when we were li- still living in uh, in Louisville, uh, he lived in this. There's a. It was like an art house that was across the street, and a lot of people rented these like little itty bitty rooms for like you know like 150 bucks. A month yeah. and they were uh-huh. like and shit. But dude was really good guitar player, and that's all he ever went on about was Keith Richards and mm. tried to show me how to play an open G. That's how that's how he talked. He's like, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does he do it like this? <laughs> right. So yeah. Uh-huh. 
And the last yeah. I heard of that guy, he was uh, hammered and he fucking drove his car into a McDonald's. That'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That'll get you. Seems legit. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> I mean, he was all right. He went to jail. Like, he was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it wasn't like, and killed 15 elderly people. Yeah. Wow. This was, oh, my God. This was a while. <laughs> Oh, that shouldn't I saw fun. somebody that was wasted trying to pull into a McDonald's drive-thru not too terribly long ago. And they, they tried to whip around in the parking lot. There's the middle of the night. Yeah. And they ran into, you know, they've got the dumpsters that they've got there. And they had the big. Um, yeah, like the concrete cage. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they, they just plowed right into oh, it trying shit. to whip around in the parking lot. Yeah. And there's like steam and shit coming out from the car, <laughs> yeah. and it's dripping stuff. And they just back up and just put, 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 put into the oh, drive-through. Yeah. They, I, oh, oh, and they went ahead and ordered. Yeah, they <laughs> went ahead and went through the drive-through like nothing happened. And I was like, "Fuck, okay, I guess I gotta call someone." Jeez, this yeah. Is... And it was probably like, "I'll take a shamrock shake." Sorry, the ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> what do you mean you don't what have you any bread? I drove 15 miles across town for the ice cream. Well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McDonald's. Yeah, and I wanted to another dude that passed out in the uh, the drive through in a jack in the box. Mm. He literally like <laughs> passed out in the drive through. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor guy. His name is Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably didn't help. But. <laughs> Sure, he didn't get shot by the police. Nope, dirty D. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bitch more about McDonald's. I got lots of things I can bitch about with them. You know, though, I think people look down their nose at something <laughs> that has been providing them joy for many years. <laughs> I think it's mean to do to do that to McDonald's. Honestly, I, I really do. No, they yeah. fucked me over a while back. I'm still pissed about it. Yeah. I, w- I went yeah. through the drive-thru and I waited. It was a long ass line. And it, uh, my kid wanted like nuggets or something. I'm like, fuck it. Okay, I'm going to do this. So I get through the line and I'm trying to order it. And while I'm, well, when I was ordering, I had to repeat it like five times. The girl mm. just couldn't get it. And the last time she's like, okay, I got it. And I was like, it's not showing it on the screen. She's like, I got it. I'll fix it when you get up there. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I get up there and they give me the fucking wrong order that I tried <laughs> to have fixed <laughs> that I told them several times. And they're like, you're going to have to go through the line again if you oh, want to get there. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And then the manager was like, my mess up. And I was like, yes, your mess. <laughs> she was like, and I'm, I told him, I'm not leaving. You're going to have to fix my... I'm not leaving. Well, I'm going to call the police. What? (laughs) That was my experience at McDonald's recently. Yeah, that's fucking intense, Mm. dude. I was so pissed off. And it was like a 15-minute wait just to get to that through that line. I'm not going through the line again. Yeah. I don't have a lot of problems with them. The only problem I have with mine is that they have a terms of endearment issue. I've talked about that before, where they call me darling or sweetheart. (laughs) I just... I don't care for that. I really don't. Yeah, you I know, you. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. No, it's weird. Uh, guy nor gal, you know. And I just the last time it happened to me, it's like, all right, hon, pull on up. All right, sweetheart, here you go. And I almost wanted to say <laughs> thanks to your thighs and and see how that would have gone over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a married man. God damn it. <sighs> I don't need anybody calling me sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I, 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 Aren't I, you glad you joined us for this conversation? <laughs> by the way, <laughs> nobody calls you pumpkin but me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, see, speaking of Chazzy Bob, just started off as being a like, like you know, one of those like little cute names you call your girlfriend. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, I see. So yeah. then it just kind of stuck. I mean, we've been together for 17 years, so. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on Long that enough. tonight. Good job, it's, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. rare. That's rare these days. Tonight's 14-year anniversary on my first date with my wife. That's right. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. Congrats, man. We went and picked up something from the same restaurant that we went to on our first date, and it tasted, it, it did not it did not travel well. <laughs> it's one of those meals you just kind of have to eat there. Uh, yeah. right? You get it home and it's all soggy and gross. Right. Like, oh, the same cat is not working there. That was <laughs> yeah. 14 years. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird how you can like remember like certain anniversaries of certain things. Speaking of anniversary, coming up March of 12, 2004 was when we moved in together. Ooh. Mm. So 
I, I see. I remember shit like that. And she's yeah. like, how do you remember all these dates? And usually it's like the other way around, you know, like, you know, not nothing to be like a sexist thing, but the other way around somebody else remembering the dates. I don't know why. I just, I've always been able to like, remember weird little dates like that. Yeah. I'm terrible at that. I, I don't remember my like mother's birthday or children. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm shit really john bad. you forget your own birthday sometimes. i do i do how many times have you wound up on the wrong year uh, twice and this year was another one and it was like a milestone one so i i thought i was 46 for like all year and it was like no you were 45 and i lost a year the worst one <laughs> is i i lost being uh 40 or lost being 39 uh, essentially because I thought I was 40 that whole See, year. And that's what I keep doing. Like yeah. I keep saying I'm 40. Cause I mean, I'm 39. I just turned 39 right. three months ago, but like, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck man, I might as well be 40. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, that's the thing. I don't care anymore. It's like, I stopped getting cheap car insurance a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my wife is always the one to call me out. She's like, you're 46 now. You just turned four. I'm not 47. No, you're not. Yeah, it happens to me a lot. I'm I'm terrible with that. I'm terrible with that. And I have a degree in history, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really strange. Which is all a tough time remembering the dates. Yeah. Right. Everything happened in 1770. Yeah. 17-something. I don't know. Civil War 18. Uh, I don't know. It's like my kid when he's recalling like memories from his youth, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a child, it was always when I was five and I'm like, holy shit, everything wow. happened when you were five, man. <laughs> that was a long year, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a drummer too. He is. How was your, as far as like, we talked about, uh, I was just talking earlier about the adaptation of the kit over the years. What are your preferences on gear now? You know, they've been playing for like 15 years and learn all this drumming and everything else. What's your go-to now? Are you getting more snobby about what you play with or not? Oh, not too bad. Like, I started off with like a pretty shitty drum kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, what was the name of that it was brand? A, it was like Pulse. Pulse. There was yeah, a musician's yeah. friend. It was like 100 oh, yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that's what I started off with. But it was kind of more so to make sure that this was what I was going to excel at. And um, over time, I started upgrading. I got the Pearl drums. Uh, right. Evans Heads, uh, Zildjian, ZBT, Crash Ooh. Cymbals. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been my go-to. I haven't really gone up from there. I would love to like get like a D drum set, but yeah. you know, like maybe on down the road. But for now, I'm happy with what I've got. It does look right. Bad. Sure. What brand Gear coffee mug are you guys muff. up to? Big muff, right? <laughs> what was that? What brand coffee tin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're from the Folgers to the chalk full of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I was talking about the shit kit and the dick oh, stick. And, and the dick that. stick, yeah. <laughs> shit kit and the dick stick. Prehistoric drumming. <laughs> right. I mean, we still got some songs. I have a song where, like, I, I actually did all the tracks I played on there, and it was a, it, it's called Clinger, and it's about, you know, MASH, the fucking dude Clinger on there. So Right on. Yep. Yeah, uh, you could listen to that on the band camp. Go to the sounds from the subterranean cave. Dude, there's actually a few songs on there. I think there's like 30 songs. And there's Ooh. several that have the shit kit featured. Right on. I think that's one of the hardest things about gear. I mean, I'm a blow to mid-level guitar player, but it's like I, I'm at that point where I know the difference between a good guitar and a shitty guitar. Right. I've played a good guitar, and it's like I know what they feel like. It's like, but they're so much more fucking expensive. It's like, why is that jump there? You know? Exactly. And you can't take just the middle ground and just get, you know, it could be, it might have, you know, fancier inlays or, or whatever. It's not going to play the same as like a, you know, a thousand dollar guitar versus a hundred dollar guitar. Yeah. One's like playing a barbed wire fence. The other one's like butter. Well, I'll tell you, and, something uh, that I liked heard was, uh, you know, Dylan Carlson, Earth. He, hmm. uh, I read something somewhere where he was like, there's no reason why anyone should spend over $600 on a guitar. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't even spend $300 on a guitar. Right. So. <laughs> it's a big fucking secret though, isn't it? Like what those guitars are in a lot of ways. And that's one thing I always regret about talking to some, you know, some people about like, help me out here. You know, where do I go? What do I land on? Right. And uh, yeah, some of the snobbery is, it's hard to fight. It's like, dude, I'm just. I, I hate to do it, but it's worth bringing up Jack White and his J.C. Penny guitar. True, the Silvertone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. They did like that. I mean, it, it looked cool. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and now they're charging like seven hundred dollars for a yeah, exactly. guitar, and they were like a hundred and ten dollar guitar from Sears. Oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Before, I mean, you can't even get a silver tone harmonica for less. Like, shit, no. Bucks. Right. It's like, damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jack. You know, <laughs> haunting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he listened. Uh, yeah, I hope well, so. I'm sure he gave him a piece of my mind. Him and Meg. <laughs> I'll let him know as soon as we get done. I guess they can come on. I suppose. Just so I can bitch about this. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm done. No. <laughs> but and I won't yeah. lie, I do like some White Stripe songs. Like, I don't dis- completely dislike them. I just, you True. know. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> the, the dude can play the blues, I think. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fly Farm Blues, you know, some of his covers, like Little Willie John, uh, shit like that I like. Right. Um, And, you know, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't like Seven Nation Army when it came out, you know. Right, yeah. uh, I was just about to say that how much I didn't fucking like that song. (laughs) (laughs) His friends didn't like it either. He said in an interview once, his friend, he like played Seven Nation Army and it was like his friends. He's like, what do you think of that? And they were like, meh. (laughs) <laughs> you know packing stadiums all across the yeah, world yeah like, yeah and it's a fucking hit you know yeah. his buddies are like me eh, tell you to leave it what else you got <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious so what else you got or what else did you have lined up before uh covid shut everything yeah. down to shit do you got anything that you're putting on hold or, or trying to parse out as far as uh figuring out how the rest of this is gonna go yeah i mean like we played a couple of well we played a gig here and then uh then there was this other thing that was just a fucking disaster and yeah the venue got pissed off at some of the other people that was there it just turned into like this big fiasco so it sucked like to load up all of our gear and go play the show that didn't happen so i mean we've just always like stuck to ourselves and you know and just like writing recording constantly you know, and then like, you know, using, you know, SoundCloud, which I got a shitload of, of stuff on SoundCloud and doing that. And then, you know, Bandcamp and just trying to exist uh, digitally, you know, that, you know, that sort of thing kept going. And then luckily that's when Tony found me, mm-hmm. which was just incredible. Like I was just beside myself that finally there's like some dude just randomly was like, hey, you know, yeah. But after that. We're just uh, well, we're, we're we're working on some new songs now that mm-hmm. we're, we're hoping to have this album done by the beginning of May. I really wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. And hopefully to <laughs> eventually resume playing shows. Like it'd be awesome to do that this year. <sighs> Wouldn't it though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, and we're also uh, we're going to be filming like a real video for the song "Groggy Froggy Man." So no, that's cool. pretty cool. exciting. Yeah. Who's uh, are, are you going to be doing that like on your own or just yeah. together? You got an artistic director or anything? Or? No, we're just mm. kind of plunging into it ourselves. I've yeah. got a bunch of ideas I've got jotted down. It's going to be kind of the frogman theme and mm. in the life of. <laughs> so me, yeah. now with a frog head and a guitar, right on flannel. <laughs> <laughs> I live to see this. Yeah. Yes, living your best life sounds like that sounds cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, we can't wait to get into it. It's going to be fun. I mean, we were going to start production on that already, but then, uh, of course, like we were talking about earlier, the snowstorm yeah. uh, screwed us up last week, so it you know it set things back a few days, a couple weeks, whatever. Yeah, just I'm I'm right now. I'm closing my eyes and shaking my head in trauma over that. It just it has to go away. Uh, yeah, it's getting old. It was awful. Yes. <laughs> Still is. Yeah. How's vaccination yeah. stuff going up there? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think up here, they're still mostly focusing on um, seniors and people with pre-existing health conditions. Like, I uh, definitely don't think it's gotten very far. And a client of mine said that she had to wait three and a half hours the other day. Uh, and she works at a school. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, they're getting them first. And then, like, the places they have them set up, it's just, like, just long, long uh, lines. Like, you're, you know, you're waiting to get into a concert or some kind of, like, sporting event. Yeah. Like Black Friday or whatever the fuck, you know. That sucks. It does suck. I I want mine. But, I mean, it's like I, I say, though, every time I just don't complain. Like I said in last week's episode, just like every time I see somebody get a vaccination, I'm like, good, good. More of that. Even if it's not me. Let's do more of that. As long as they're rolling out, I really want one though. Yeah, well, I'm real. I was really lucky. I, I already got mine. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. It wasn't a huge line. 
when I did it. It wasn't that terrible. I was in and out within half an hour, probably. Wow, you're lucky. Yeah. And that's 15 minutes of it was sitting because you have to sit for 15. Right. Well, and here's the thing, too, is we're on the same tier and we're in the same state. However, Matt's in Kansas City. I'm in a medium city. You know, Columbia, like right in the middle. So big, big time college town. What well, we got about a hundred thousand people, maybe, man. Right. And, uh, so I can't help but think, regardless of us being on the same tier, that has something to do with it. You Probably. Know? But our local universities doesn't. They just. I mean, they keep telling me you're you're in the tier right now, but we don't have them. So just hang in there. Oh wow! And I will. I will. Just keep wearing that mask. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so we all got it. At any given time, I got like five of them on me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, nobody's talking about them having vaccination for kids yet, and I'm kind of bothered that yeah. that's not been in the conversation yet. Yeah, because the whole thing previously was like, well, kids just aren't getting it. And it's like, are they not getting it or are they not going anywhere? Because I think that's probably part of it, you know, six months ago. I think there's so much we don't even know. Not that I'm denying science whatsoever. I, I think we should go with whatever the fuck those people tell us to do, because I'm not a virologist. Mm. <laughs> and I believe them. It's funny how we haven't done that for kids yet. Yeah. Well, it just kind of sucks because I'm like, oh, my wife's got it. I've got it. We can actually fucking do a little more participating in the world right now. Yeah. But no. A while back, it was really weird. We went up to Seattle. Uh-huh. And, and, and like, you know, we hadn't eaten out at a restaurant in like, what, eight months. Right. So they had some dining that was open there. So there's mm-hmm. a really, really fine Thai place that we'd like to eat there that's in uh, Bellevue. Mm-hmm. And we went and like, it was just fucking weird, man. Like you had to scan like a QR code that was on the table. And yeah. that's how you got access to the menu because you mm-hmm. know, like, huh. like physical menus given out. Like, yeah. you to, like, you know, you open it up and, you know, you look through it and be like, oh, well, I want that. Yeah. No, it was just like all on your phone. Just like, man, this is just for me at the time. It was just too much. Like, it really weirded me out. That is weird. Yeah, it's never going to be quite the same again. And that it's going to take some adjusting. It's going to feel weird to be in public without a mask, honestly. Yeah. At this point, yeah. It is. Yeah. wonder if I'll be able to keep my mouth shut. So I know I'm walking around with a gaping open all the time like a mouth breather, but nobody can see it. You know, <laughs> hopefully I'll be able to keep my lips closed. Right. <laughs> well, when I take mine off, like it makes me look like I have a handlebar mustache. Yeah. The beard thing, the beard crease. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's rough going through some product lately. Yeah, so yeah. you were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Maybe I need to yeah. sort of like yeah. uh, something to kind of tame it down a little bit. So that a balm. I'll have to talk to my wife about making some more. She makes a good beard oil when she, yeah, when she will. Yeah, when she will. She can gives it, it to me free. <laughs> That's what I miss. Where I was just talking to uh, my, my son's down from Kansas City. We were going to tell Matt earlier. It's like they one of our buddies, uh, BC, is doing a cover or doing a tribute show for Bowie. Oh. Tomorrow. Really? BC is? Yeah, oh, that ought to be interesting. Is, yeah, and those guys. So, and I was like, fuck. I mean, I just haven't been to a show in so long, but it's like, my God, myself, my kid. Can we keep social? Can we stay away from everybody? Can we, you know, God, I need it so bad, but I'm so scared. What was your last one? My last show is probably our last show. Yeah, it was Pig Face for us. Yeah, seeing Pig Face in uh, Kansas City on Thanksgiving. No, wait, I saw another one after that. Yeah, you did. I, you I went saw to see Red Kate and and Arson Class, Arson and Class. And those guys. Yeah, yeah, Black Sight show. <laughs> it's funny because it was a Built to Spills the twentieth anniversary for Keep It Like a Secret. Mm. Oh, nice. Sad. They played here in Portland six days in a row, and we still had to drive to Seattle to see the show. <sighs> every fucking one sold out. Uh, it was the venue was just like almost walking distance from our house. <sighs> So, you know, we drove up there and we saw that. And that was a, it was a really good show. Yeah. The Flaming Lips are doing a bunch of shows with their bubbles. Yeah, I saw that one in Oklahoma City. It sold out fast. Yeah, well, then they, yeah. they open more shows and they just keep selling out. And yeah. I'm like, oh, sure Oklahoma City, that's just a few hours from here. I want to go. I don't know if I could do that, man. Just that bubble. Hey, yeah, that fear of claustrophobia. Yeah, what if you got to pee? What if you get tired of smelling your <laughs> breath and you're going to throw up? You know, it gets hot yeah, in there. I don't know. Wouldn't yeah. it get foggy, too? Like, how do you keep it from, you know, I would think the, so. 
like having to constantly wipe it down. You'd have to take a rag in with you or something. Yeah. And like the dude next to you is like, he, and he's drunk and that's fine, but he's, you know, eight feet away. But every time he stumbles, right. Sorry, dude. But imagine the mosh pit. Oh, yeah. how much fun would that be? That would be. Except for us, we're kind of old and fat. Yeah, I think. Well, that's probably the only kind we could survive these days. Right. We're going to be the foundation. We're going to be the base of that pit. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get two. I'm going to get two shots in, and then I'm just going to lay down in my bubble. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for a waitress to come by. That's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> okay, how are you going to get that to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How they're doing it though. So I they probably people just buck up and probably don't order beers. <laughs> yeah. Do they That's use for, laser pointers? Maybe. Would those That's work through the, this? <laughs> That's for the kids. The QR codes. That's what they're doing now. <laughs> That's what it'll be. It'll be. I would like a Heineken, please. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> I can just see that waitress surfing across the top of you, you know, in the bubble. Poor gal. Oh, shit. The flaming lip show. Yeah. That'd be fun. It would. I've never seen them. Ah, oh, they're so good live. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, I, I never have either. I mean, I have a lot of a lot of buddies like in the in the past that have. I guess I'm one of those dudes that I just kind of fell off. But about Cloud Stays Metallic, you know, mm-hmm. and then Zyrica, you know, I could get into that just because it was just just too fucking weird for its own good. So right, that was you know pretty neat. And um, you know, Soft Bulletin. I came around to, to Yoshimi for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's got some good songs on there. It's yeah. nothing I would pop in. Now, the, the only one at a modern times that I can tell you that I am super impressed with that I'm sure a lot of people would uh, disagree with me is Embryonic. Mm. Like, Interesting. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love that album, dude. Yeah. Now I have to it's listen to really, it more. It's really, really bizarre. I think right around the time that that came out, I started getting bombarded with a lot of, or at least that I was aware of it, I started getting bombarded with a lot of other content. I think that's been the problem with the lips for me for a long time. It's just, there's just always something else that I'm. Yeah. They're hard to keep up with. They're hard to keep up with. Um, Did you feel like everything they do, you need to give some time, right? Telepathic surgery. Yes. Got to go. Got to go over that one. Yeah. Uh, Redneck school of technology. I mean, how could you not like a song called that? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just cool band in general. Smart cats, very talented. So we talked a lot about Bandcamp. Talked about things like uh, Forbidden Place Records. Anywhere else we can find your shit? Anything else that you want to plug or or mention or anything? I don't want to keep you guys on all night or anything. Um, well, just uh, you know, Spectrum Static on SoundCloud. We have uh-huh. shitload of different songs that, that are up individually on SoundCloud. Live performances on YouTube, just where we filmed ourselves doing select songs. There's that as uh-huh. well. There is a bunch of that. That was our way of, uh, just like we were talking about, like not being able to play shows. Mm-hmm. We, we call our little uh, studio practice space, we call it the noise box. All right. So, all right. Uh, there's like, a sh- we have a shitload of videos of us just playing in there. So, yeah, if you just want to look us up on YouTube, there is a treasure trove of live performances uh, of stuff. So, yeah, between that and then, of course, the band camp, having the mm-hmm. variety of what we are now and then the uh, the projects that we dabbled in in the past and whatnot. Right, right on. on. Like I said, we don't want to keep you on all night or anything. And thanks for joining us, man. We, we had a really good time. For oh, sure. cool. Yeah, man. I had a blast. I was a little nervous about babbling. I was hoping I was like kind of keeping on uh, task. <laughs> yeah, I did. Great. I've never done anything like this before. We'll Wonderful just edit job. you out of it. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, your wife did it. <laughs> we know where the real talent is. Yeah. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, no, man, you're talented. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I really dig what I hear and uh, love to promote it, love to pass it around. Everybody, please check out Spectrum Static if you haven't already. Uh, check out Forbidden Place Records as well. And um, these cats are on it. Uh, yeah, let us know if anything else pops up, man. But. Uh, just everybody knows you've been listening to Undetermined the Podcast. With Fuzz um, McGee of Spectrum Static. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good uh, good evening, afternoon, whatever. All right. Well, cool, man. Thanks for having us on. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, you all have a, a lovely evening and we shall meet again in the future. Right on.